0: Hello? Hello? Thank God it is Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Botanista podcast. It's me, the Botanista, laying down again. And I know nobody asked me, but if you are one of those people right now that has to pull from the inner depths of your pockets, your purses, your bigger small, tiny brains, and tell somebody, in the form of small talk, that you are ready for fall, please do me a favor. And I hate to say this, it's harsh, but unfollow me. Unfollow me if you are excited for fall because you're not. I know you're lying. I know you're making small talk instead. Nobody is that excited for fall besides fall fashion i'll take it but we're not there yet we're in the depths of august the midst of august we're in peak summer mode let's not forget that and i know nobody asked me we'll get to the rest later but welcome back i hate to say i am alive and unwell again for another episode returning from a nine day vacation when uh, obviously we started in nashville Ended in L.A. in Palm Springs. If you're watching any part of this on video, this podcast is uh, joined by my special friend, Jet, who is extremely attached after returning. He got a fabulous bath last night from the best dog parents in the world. And uh, when you're a dog parent or a real parent, you got to be selfless, right? Which is why you see Jet on the camera and you see me laying down in my Terry Richardson blue light glasses, which don't work. They're also a hoax, like hoping for fall. And uh, I have to lay down. I just have to take another one for the, for the team here, put out a morning episode, and uh, find myself back in the mix of endless laundry, dishes, changing sheets, bathing dogs, cleaning tubs. We're back in the real world, baby, but I still don't want, fall to come. I feel like I have lost my voice within the last five minutes. I feel like I had a great vacation. I have some great recommendations for you guys based on the trip that I just had. Um, So we'll start there and we'll also answer some of your questions along the way. Every week I've been posting on Instagram to see if anybody has anything that they would like to ask me on this show. Some of them fit right in with the mold, and I love that. It's easy to integrate when my brain is not fully functioning at 100% yet. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you knowing where my head's going to go. As always, this show is brought to you by a very special sponsor, Miller Lite. It's another reason why we want Summer Forever another reason why we chase Friday so hard on this podcast is because of Miller Lite. It got me through Nashville. It got me through a good portion of my LA to Palm Springs trip. It's an easy, breezy pool beer, nighttime beer. And yeah, if you're a degenerate like me, it can be a morning beer too. So set your sights high, girl. Grab yourself a Miller Lite any time of day, unless you're uh podcast listening and driving. Not that I hate the idea of a road soda, but let's just be responsible. Okay. So let's see. We did a full blown Nashville recap last week. Thanks all for sticking with me on that. Had a freaking blast. Got all the girls from the bachelorette party to listen to the podcast. So that was just great advertising by me made some new fans, hopefully, or some new people that are just totally confused and uh maybe off put by my vibe, which I can tell happened after I posted one particular alpha in Palm Springs. I'll talk about it if I remember in a few minutes, but I really uh I really had to know why like over forty of you were DMing that picture and I I was right. It was because you hated it. So I won't get too far into the details of this past trip. we got to move on. We're coming into Travers Weekend here in the 518. Exciting things to talk about there. Events, fashion, best dressed. You freaking name it. Actually, don't name it. I can't name that many things right now. Like I said, we're not 100%. Um, oh, my microphone's not 100% either. we got to kind of tighten that bad boy up. We put this on a, on a few flights on the way home. And by the way, what did I miss? You guys had uh, a hurricane that wasn't, a Hurricane Henri. Everyone uh, was making memes that were like a cat with a beret, which probably inspired by my failed beret attempt a few weeks ago. And they were like pronouncing Hurricane Henry as Henri. That's very chic. That's very posh. I appreciate that meme. And I also appreciate that we didn't really get a full-blown hurricane here. It did not disrupt My three-flight journey home on American Airlines. By the way, I love you, American Airlines. It is the premier airline, uh, mostly because of their movie selection, decent snacks, and uh, easy boarding procedures. So we started in LA, had a bomb-ass Airbnb. Airbnb. If you don't travel through airbnb and you're wondering why you should just look at the pictures that i posted from the airbnb that we stayed at in los angeles it was an absolutely fabulous indoor outdoor living space situation close to things um pad parking just kind of all the amenities that you want it was really affordable it was like 135 dollars a night and for the amount of time you want to spend outside in the summer in general when you're on the west coast it was important to have a place that you could stay outside. And that's like my biggest tip that I usually give with Airbnb versus like what I was saying about the trendy hotel that I stayed at last week um, is it gives you the opportunity to make a trip more like a vacation in the sense that you're not holed up in some trendy small hotel room that you're just dying to get out of in the morning and you feel like you have to spend your day completely wall to wall You know, because you're not just going to sit and hang in a hotel room. I mean, I'm not going to sit and hang in a hotel room. I want to be out and about. But when you want to relax, when you want to Google things, I feel like I spent, you know, 40% of this trip sitting next to my boyfriend Googling things because I really didn't plan any activities or too many restaurants in advance. So when you want to Google things on your vacation, you don't want to lay on the hotel bed you want to be outside of your Airbnb. And that's actually what that was really good for. I was able to bang out a quick story for the Albany Times Union. I got to talk about that on my Instagram, but I'm, uh, I'm caught up in a later gram mode right now, which is always a tough thing for me. Um, let's take a quick aside and talk about that because I, this is something I do constantly when I travel. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate. And it's it's painful to say because it's so lame, I feel like, and I feel so like feel like a loser when I say it. but I think a lot of us, especially if you're in the Instagram world, get excited to post about a vacation, right? It's so different than the norm of what you're posting you know your your whatever your VIP table at Gaffney's or your Hoffman car wash I mean that's a great thing to post about right when you're in the 518 but when you're on vacation it's totally different you have different scenes you have things that you want people to you know respond and say oh I've been there here's a recommendation or oh my god i have so much fun you just want that social interaction even though you're totally lying to the world saying that you're checking out and you're not going to be on social media so there's always a lot of hype about what are you going to see on a vacation what are you going to post on a vacation especially if you're in the biz of creating content. But even if you're not, you just want to document your trip. Um, you know, I, I do actually bring a Polaroid camera, but the joke was going to be, you know, we don't have a, a film camera that we're just going to, you know, rely on looking back later. But in reality, some of us do that. Again, if you're basic, I guess. I don't know. Not really. Um, but a lot of pressure. What are you going to post, right? How many pics are you going to take? And then all of a sudden... You get caught up in the actual vacation, which is the good part. It's a blessing in blue light glasses disguise. You're like, A, dealing with the time difference if you're on the West Coast like I was. So if you know anything about content, you're not going to post the stuff in real time because people just aren't on the phone where you need them to be on the east coast to actually like and engage and react to your content so you get a little caught up on your content calendar because you're like well i'm not going to post this picture it's not even like light out there it's not even dark out there whatever And you're just generally having fun. So it's fine to pull away for a few minutes to Google something, figure out directions or what restaurant you're going to go to. But you also don't want to be sucked into your phone in the sense that you're, you know, trying to curate the perfect Instagram story or collage of photos. Um, Unless your boyfriend's pooping in the bathroom, then that is a great time to do that. If you have a content situation that you need to stick with, just do it in an appropriate time. So I end up taking all these pictures on every vacation I go to and rarely post like permanent posts, especially on my own Instagram, A, because I run other accounts and B, because I'm just enjoying the moment. But now, fast forward, I've been back for two days. I would love to post pictures on my Instagram, especially my personal page, keep everybody informed. And I'm like, I don't like to later, Graham. I feel like I can't. Later, Graham, I will say the introduction of the photo dumps has made this infinitely easier. You know, I think the term Instagram anxiety is real for whatever reason. My dog is being fabulous right now. He's literally just sleeping next to me while I do this. That is so sweet. Are you jet lagged, Jet? Are you jet lagged, Jet? Jet is named after like an actual jet plane. So he probably appreciates that little pun, but I would say the photo dumps have made it easier to like get people up to speed quickly post things that do kind of feel like a a digital photo album. You know, I love when people do like a weekend photo dump. We talk about that a lot on this show. So I like the kind of commemoration But then I get in my own head, right? Do I do a two-part one? Do I do an LA one and then a Palm Springs one? And so many of you are probably rolling your eyes because it's so stupid. But I know for a fact that it's relatable because you don't want to be that person too that is like bragging while you're on vacation. Like, oh my God, look at me. Look what I'm doing. I do think as much of it is for personal satisfaction as it is to show other people where you're at and what you're doing obviously travel in itself has become super social these days because you do look for other people that have been there you look for recommendations i mean just because i like tagged the right things and certain stuff like i had all these people reaching out to me that i don't even know from like all over the country asking me where i got that bathing suit that i posted when i was on the boat in nashville because you know they're looking at the location they're like oh my god i have a trip like so i think there's some some good to be done in that regard um that it can kind of like engage other people in other ways and get people excited. But you also don't want to be like the braggy person that is like, oh, look at my vacay, especially because I know I look at other people on vacay and I'm like, I'm in borderline tears because I want to be there. This dog really just took my pillow right now. That's how we're at. That's where we're at at 644 a.m. while I'm recording this before work because I am... A hashtag girl boss. Just kidding. I would never say that, even though I just did. All right, moving right along. I didn't even get into the trip yet. Couple days in LA. We'll make it quick. Um, here's the thing. I've been to LA a few times, not in a few years. It's not a place you can go for two days when you don't really have anything on your agenda. I used to have a very like. Hollywood vision of LA, so to speak, obviously get caught up in the celebs, the houses, the all of that. And I remember just driving through there my first few times when an adult was driving me, which makes a big difference because back then you're not worried about traffic and gas prices and ways app directions. But I remember just thinking, oh my God, LA is so beautiful. You know, I actually did some hikes back then. It's one thing if you can hike to go see Chris Jenner's house. It's another thing if you can hike to a high peak, okay? So I did hike at that point. This was when I was in, like, high school, college. Um, only in L.A., though. I don't hope I didn't say that, like, I was a real hiker, because we know that I'm not. Uh, I used to think L.A. was so beautiful. And this time, I knew I wanted to take my boyfriend to some of the, you know, standard sightseeing type of things, nothing lame, but, you know, just some cool little cities and things are, you know, cities within the city, things like that. But I was really underwhelmed by the scenery this time, whether it was that I didn't really know where to go, and I just had to squeeze, you know, what I could into a short amount of time, I loved the Airbnb so much. I didn't really care to leave at night and go out and do new things. I was also still recovering from the bachelorette party. Um, So we went the sports route, which this is a nice thing to do when you're the girl in a relationship and you're the planner in the sense that, yeah, you booked the hotels, you booked the destination. I knew that we were going to spend three days out in the desert in like 90 to 110 degree heat. So when my boyfriend suggested a Dodgers game, I said, absolutely. I love, I love going to baseball games. I love baseball stadiums. I think it's a great sport for someone to to go to who's not super sporty. You don't have to watch intently the whole thing. It's not so high action and high energy that, you know, you're, like, freaking out, sensory overload, like, don't know what's going on in the game. But baseball stadiums are beautifully designed. Obviously, beers and hot dogs are hit with this audience here, so we love that about a baseball stadium. And I just think it's a cool thing to check off your list, and Dodger Stadium is one of the more famous old-school stadiums. I happen to have an L.A. Dodgers hat, so I was thrilled to be able to wear that in an appropriate context. And that was definitely a highlight of the trip. It had these just vintage like vacation vibes, pale blue, greens, yellow seats that matched my nails and my Marc Jacobs bag that I rented from Rent the Runway that was a real lifesaver on the trip. So we did Dodger Stadium. One girl, of course, told me, Not of course, that was um, not the nice thing to say. She said, you're the best dressed girl at Dodger Stadium, but that was really only because I didn't bring enough clothes for a game at Dodger Stadium. So I was wearing like a long crepe skirt with my uh, Skims bodysuit, the Dodgers hat, and then like those push-on slides from Dolce Vita that I've been wearing. So I did agree. It was a very cute baseball outfit. Um, Very LA, I feel like, like I could have been – Could I have been a celebrity? No, but we did have really good seats. Um, That's another cool thing when you go to a game of a team that you're not the biggest fan of, but you still want to see. I feel like you can get better seats. Like in New England, we're so used to our sports teams. If you're a Boston fan up there, even Yankees probably. Um, We're used to tickets being so expensive for everything. And when you go to other sports cities, you can get really good seats at not a super expensive price. So loved the Dodgers game. We ended up doing a tour of SoFi Stadium, which is the new $5.5 billion sports stadium. Yes, billion. It is insane. The Rams and the Chargers, football in parentheses, play. And here's why I was most excited about going to see SoFi Stadium. Because my student loans are refinanced with SoFi. It's a fairly new company from what I know. Um, when I found out about it, there weren't that many options to refinance student debt that was like, uh, not just, um, federal, but private. So, you know, when my dad would tell me two weeks before the semester, like, oh, how are you going to pay for it this time? I would just go knock on whoever's door, discover student loans. It didn't matter. And that screwed me later in life until I met SoFi. So, you know, when you're like, uh, well, we don't know, but well, you know, when you're like rich um and you go and you visit like i don't know like the the taylor rayo wing a at albany international airport well that's how i felt going to sofi because i'm like i want to go see where all my financial contributions basically second mortgage payment are going every month i want to see my name on the hospital wing at the airport at SoFi Stadium because I pay these guys so much that it makes sense that they could afford a $5.5 billion stadium if there's a millions of other poor postgrads like me that are just giving thousands of dollars a month to them. So I really felt like the fruits of my labor were um, really on full display at SoFi Stadium. They went all out. They definitely catered to my aesthetic. So I appreciate that you looked at my contribution financially and you really found a place for it at SoFi Stadium. So I thought it was super fun. You might have seen a video of me throwing some footballs out on the stadium. I got into it. I loved the whole thing. Uh, I found out SoFi actually does pay $33 million a year for the next 20 years to put their name on that bad bitch. Um, And I don't blame them. It's a sick stadium. So cool to do some sports stuff. Soften the blow of, you know, a two and a half hour traffic ridden car ride to Palm Springs, which is truly my favorite place on the planet. After the traffic of L.A., the kind of just dirty streets. It just I know a lot of cities have had a little bit of a woohoo. Ooh, I don't know what noise I was trying to make, like a, like a. There we go. Wow, look at that sound effect, Jet. Did you like that? I'm gonna do that again. They've had a little bit of a. There. You, wow. I'm like fucking so impressed with that. Um, you know, obviously they've we've all been hurt by the pandemic here, all of our cities. So I'm not totally judging L. A. for that. But um, by the time I got to Palm Springs. And I was reunited with the mountains. Oh, my God, this is so cute. Oh, he's just laying on my shoulder or my elbow. Um, I just felt like Palm Springs is a place in LA or in uh, California that everybody should go to. If you did see any of the pictures I posted, if you've been to Arizona, I assume more people have been there than have been to Palm Springs just because... Um, I feel like it's a newer travel destination I'll be completely honest the first time I went there three years ago I went because I saw it on the Kardashians and I know that it is like a little bit of a celeb getaway it just looked so beautiful with the mountains the palm trees everywhere has a pool and my mom and I typically go in the winter I wasn't uh I wasn't ever planning on going there in the summer because everybody said it was so hot. But I'm going to go ahead and debunk that rumor. Do not ask my travel partner because I'm sure he will say he still thought it was very hot. But I thought it was honestly fine. I really didn't think it was that bad at all. Um, You basically spend the whole day in the pool. But just so many restaurants, plenty of places to walk around if you're close to downtown. Amazing options for hotels. If you do really believe me and you're going to plan a trip there, you know, three or four night getaway, I would recommend definitely a time of year when you can use the pool because in February it's not always warm enough to. We stayed at this place called the Holiday House, which is um, a 1954 like original hotel that was redone in 2017 to really fit the same sort of mid-century modern vibes that it had back then. It is finished off with famous artwork, this beautiful blue and white color palette. The staff was amazing. It was truly a boutique hotel, 28 rooms, but the staff was really personable. The lobby area, the, like, it was kind of all in one. So every time you walked down there, whether you needed water, you were checking out, or you you wanted anything, um, they were right there chit-chatting with you. One thing that was really cool, I've never seen it at a hotel before, and um, they have these little amenities throughout the property that that are on an honor system. So you have like this little ice cream cart by the pool that just has all kinds of ice cream in it. And if you want anything from it, you don't have to go ask, you don't have to buy it. Um, Well, you do have to buy it, but you just write a little card that says, you know, I'm in room X, charge me for X. Um, Same thing with like some of their merch. Like I grabbed like a little like straw bag on my way out to put some of my like carry on items in. And you don't have to go out and check out. You're just like, hey, I'm an adult. I can buy this. I can just leave a little note. It's like you're at freaking summer camp. It was so cute. Drinks by the pool, night at the pool. Loved that part about the boutique hotel. They weren't like kicking you out of the pool at 10. We met a couple other couples from New York and other parts of uh, California that were in town. And I just find it to be a very truly like relaxing, different getaway where you just open your door in the morning and you're mind blown that you're seeing mountains and palm trees. And the, the sun is so bright there's no clouds like go. it's golden hour every hour of the day. Um, and you can still get out to some of the California things like Joshua Tree National Park, which, you know, is not something that I would do. But I maybe eventually if I'm out there, you know, if I continue to go there every year like I have uh, set in my head. So hopefully much more to come for me in Palm Springs. I mean, it, the p- opportunities are endless and I couldn't get through this podcast without giving my formal endorsement of Palm Springs because it is still has an airport. It's an indoor outdoor airport. Oh, that was the other point I wanted to make while we were on the show. Indoor outdoor living is my new vibe. It is my new goal in life is to have some sort of situation where open air is a thing you've seen like the hotels and like the exotic places or the celebs houses on million dollar listing LA or selling sunset I don't think you need to pay million dollar listing or selling sunset prices to get indoor outdoor living but you truly see the benefits of just being able to like have open air and not worry about the rain like we do here where I can't even freaking have indoor-outdoor living in my car and leave my sunroof open without it raining. But there, it's just so dry. It's a freaking dry heat. That's the cliche of the West Coast, especially in Palm Springs. But indoor-outdoor living is the new level of success in life that I hope to achieve. And it doesn't mean a huge mansion. It just means... Freaking open walls, open living. I think I can achieve that. So keep your fingers crossed for me. All right, that's a little California recap. Last but not least in the California recap, before we move on to what's happening here upstate this weekend, one of the best weekends of the year, Travers. Someone asked me, what is my go-to airport attire? And I will not let this one go. I will die on this mother freaking cross, my go-to airport attire is, you don't want to hear this, but it's cute. I truly believe that cute is almost as important as comfort when you are flying, if no other reason than the fact that you get into the airport, rush to the bathroom after a long flight, and if you look like a toad that is waiting to become a prince or a princess when you make eye contact with yourself in the mirror, it will start your trip off on a bad foot, especially if you are entering into another leg of said trip. So I cannot stand people. This also goes for travel pajamas. Just wear something respectable, okay? Let's not even say cute. Let's be a little bit nicer for a second. I don't even, it doesn't even need to be cute. It just needs to be fresh fresh in crisp and not like some hand-me-down college visit t-shirt that your cousin wore that she left at your house when she slept over cuz her mom was too tipsy to pick her up after, you know, a couple glasses of wine elsewhere, you know. It's not the it's not the it's not the bedroom smock. It's not the the painting t-shirt. It's not the The one night stand t-shirt that you're wearing to the airport with little tiny shorts. It's just not. I am the biggest fan of matching sets, as you well know. So my airport attire for this trip was a matching set. Um, from Aerie. I've posted it before, but it was like sweat shorts a little bit longer because we're not wearing little booty shorts. We're not wearing jean shorts on a plane. That's not comfortable. You're going to give yourself a front wedgie. You're going to arouse somebody unknowingly. Just don't do that. okay? But the matching set that I had, sweat shorts, I wore like a little bodysuit underneath it on the way there. Um, with a duster over the top, so I knew I could take it off if I was hot. Um, It wasn't too hot because it was like a really thin cotton material. And then on the way home, since it was a longer travel day, I wore the matching half of the set, which was just a little crop sweatshirt. So I would say like I kind of like this idea of like a longer pair of sweatshorts, maybe bike shorts if you're into it for the summer. And then something that matches on top. Let's be simple. Just something that matches something that you can either tie around your waist, throw in your carry-on, or wear if you get a little chilly. One flight that I was on was absolutely freezing, so I was so glad I had the sweatshirt in close reach. One flight I had was extremely hot, so I took the sweatshirt off and I just wore the tank top that I had on underneath. Then you still have the sweatshirt for your knees or your legs or whatever if you do get a little chilly at some point. So I think Being cute is important. You want to feel like flying is a privilege. That's what my mom always said to me and instilled in me, and it is a privilege. So, you know, you're asking somebody to transport you 35,000 feet in the air, thousands of miles in record time. Act like you want to be there. Act like you're thankful for that experience. Act like you can actually afford the plane ticket that you bought. Um, So that's kind of the philosophical answer is, dress like you want to be there, dress like you could get upgraded to first class. A lot of people don't know that, but on certain airlines you can get upgraded to first class, sometimes free of charge if they're just having a good day or you're, you know, going through some sort of experience. Um, But they, they check and they see how you're dressed. So if you're in your, you know, Lululemon leggings and whatever, not that that's an inappropriate thing to fly in, and that's absolutely fine, but you know what I'm saying. You want to not look totally disheveled. Maybe take the matching t-shirt off and the cowboy hat and put that in your bag and uh, and just look a little bit more presentable. So I always think that's a go-to travel rec. Um, I wore flip-flops this time, even though I have TSA pre-check, so I didn't have to take my shoes off. But definitely think about shoes. Do you really want to be walking around the airport in your socks? Um, I guess your argument would be you don't want to walk around in your bare feet, but I'm just not a big fan of bringing sneakers on vacation unless it's totally necessary. They take up so much room in your suitcase and the chances are you're only going to wear them maybe once or twice. Um, You know, I try to wear stuff when I'm traveling, actually, like in route of travel that I can repurpose. So the duster that I wore um, was kind of this fun, like tropical print. I wore it as a cover up with my bathing suit, things like that. So show up like you want to be there. Obviously, the second answer, the second part to that is just be comfortable I mean, duh, like I said, you're not wearing, you probably don't want to wear jeans, probably don't want to wear anything high-waisted with buttons that you want to unbutton on the flight. That's not going to make your neighbor very happy. Obviously, we're wearing masks at uh, at the airport and on planes, so probably don't need to do a full face of makeup. Um, we discussed hat travel recently. You probably don't want to wear a hat on a plane. So just be practical. Um, you know, pack maybe a little something in your carry-on that could help you transition if you really need it, if you're changing climates. But I just think it's it's good to wear something that's kind of cute and trendy but also comfortable. It's an opportunity to to show off to strangers. Who doesn't like that? So that's uh, just in in a few minutes there, my airport travel recap, uh, not recap, but uh, advice for you. Before we move on to Travers, weekend. Travers weekend content on the Buttonista podcast is brought to you by my favorite, the Albany Times Union. You can even get your freaking green sheet for Travers that will tell you who you need to bet on, when you need to bet on them, aka not the horses with the best odds, the horses with the best names and the best colors. That's what we need to know from the Albany Times Union green sheet. It is being sold outside of the track. I'm sure you could get it at Price Chopper, Stewart's. Uh, Price Chopper, not my favorite place. Stewart's, my favorite place. We'll save that topic for another day. But the Albany Times Union is always here for you to be informed. I'm sure they'll be uh, talking about Travers leading up to it in the paper, Uh, maybe a a little bit of a photo situation after. You could always appear in the Times Union. You never know. Or uh, you could just appear with a digital subscription to the Times Union, which is what you should really do. You don't need to be in it. You don't need to be news. You don't need to make news. You just need to read news with the Albany Times Union. So a couple people asked me in my questions, which I always appreciate. Thank you all so very much. We'll try to make this quick here. Um, someone asked me the easiest question. Um, will you be at the track Saturday? Absolutely. Yes, I will be. I don't think we have any formal plans for content, I will be always scoping out um, some, you're such a good boy, Um, I'll always be scoping out Capital Region's Best Dressed, obviously with Travers Weekend at the end of August, we are approaching Capital Region's Best Dressed August territory, so be on the lookout for some good outfits, send me, tag me, show your friends, Um, but Travers Weekend is always very exciting to me. Um, It's kind of a, was a tradition in my family before my parents got divorced. Oh, just kidding. Um, My parents always had all their college friends up for Trevor's weekend. And my sister and I would like literally go stay with a friend or with my grandparents for the week. And looking back, hearing the stories of how freaking wild my parents got with their friends makes me so happy and makes me want to continue the Travers legacy of all the fun. The peak of Saratoga is that weekend. It's the best fashion. It's the most dressed up. It's the time that people are, you know, just so proud and happy to travel here, be here. So if you don't go, I mean, I I do recommend it. I understand there's some stress with, you know, the lines and the crowds and getting your picnic table and whatnot. But, um, you know, I could give a shit about the actual race that happens. I don't even know when it happens. I don't even know what horses are in the mix this year. But um, a lot of pomp and circumstance that goes into it. So, yes, I will absolutely be there. Um, I actually rent the runway two um, dresses in. So I paid on top of my membership to get two in. Uh, because this time of year, rent the runway, it, it is the one thing that I can say, I will, uh, I'll backtrack and hypocrite myself on the beginning of this show. This is the time of year that I do itch for fall because um, as much as I love Rent the Runway, you've kind of seen their summer lineup by now, right? You've seen it. You've rented it. Some stuff isn't available. Everybody's rushing to wear their last few summer fits. So I did some reserved outfits, and I am excited about them. So stay tuned to see which of the two will be my Travers outfit. Um, but, uh, someone else said Travers Day tips. I don't know what you mean. If you mean fashion tips, um, we will talk fashion just quickly, um, since that is a tip. Um, this is the day, I will say. Travers Day is the day to be slightly impractical, wear the bolder color than you normally would, wear the hat, I have a hat that I actually could wear, I had a beautiful uh, older woman named Nancy Matt, who designs hat track, track hats, hat track, track hats. Um, she designed one for me a few years ago, and I absolutely love it. I should wear that if I can find it a way to match it to my outfit, just to, to show Nancy some love. Um, and I'm sure she spent like literally hours on it. It's so beautiful. But it's the day to wear the hat, be fun, wear the, I don't know, statement necklaces are out. That's not a good one. I was going to say wear a higher heel than usual, but that's probably not the best recommendation either. I fell off a picnic table once uh, because my shoes were so uncomfortable at Travers when uh, American Pharaoh was running. I'm surprised my boyfriend didn't break up with me after that. It was pretty embarrassing. But um, Travers Day tips in terms of fashion. Just be fun. Go to a local boutique, great time to support local this is the day that they really count on as businesses so you know they know people are shopping from out of town people are staying they want people coming to their boutiques they want to show you what they have for travers weekend to make you feel head to toe saratoga official so that's a really good recommendation we have violets we have encounter we have um yellow boutique we have Um, so many great shops downtown that would be happy to dress you for Travers, whether it is in a little hat or a fastener or, you know, a dress, a matching set, a skirt, a pair of shoes, head to town down Saratoga if you're in need of a last minute track outfit. In terms of your plans, you know, I would say typical track stuff, right? Pack your cooler, no reason to be spending tons and tons on beverageitos at the track, you can pack your own cooler full of Miller Lite or you can buy a Miller Lite at the track um, if you want to just you know, have total convenience, have something on draft. I'm here for that too. Um, it's a great day to bring a group of people, you know, set up at a picnic table, send someone there early, really feel like you're part of the rush and all the things that the tourists experience. I think it's cool to be in a town where people vacation, so take advantage of it. If you haven't made dinner reservations yet, probably uh, not going to happen for you. I don't know that for sure. But um, I think this is a good weekend to like old school, you know, barbecue at home, have friends at the house, Uber and Lyft are obviously paramount to the success and survival of a weekend like this. So above all things, be responsible. Um, Make sure that you're not getting, you know, stuck at any DWI stops where you could get in trouble. Um, I have a feeling that uh that people suspect me to get in legal trouble someday because we have a meeting with a pretty big law firm in a couple weeks to uh, talk business, and I'm like, are they just trying to protect me? Do they think I'm going to be a future client? Absolutely not. Not on Travers weekend. We will be Ubering and lifting anywhere we need to go. So. Just have fun. Embrace one of the last summer weekends. It's like the weekend before you get the scaries because Labor Day is it's over, right? Labor Day is probably the full weekend of Sunday scaries. Um, If you're a teacher, if you're a student, you're just not ready for that. So Travers is the one weekend before where you can let it go, have all the fun in the world and uh, not even worry about it. So those are some Travers Day recommendations. And of course, come see me. If you're there, just tag me. Let me know where you're at. Would love to come say hello. Check out your outfit um, and uh, just celebrate a beautiful weekend in Saratoga. Hopefully the weather is looking good. Um, Anything else about the Travers? We will close it with this. I'll answer your other questions on social media because I feel bad I'm not going to get to them. Mama's got to go to work. We're still hustling, grinding needing another sip of coffee. The only other thing that's going on, Travers Weekend, that you need to know about is yours truly is hosting the, uh, I think I'm just hosting the live auction or the auction portion of the 23rd annual Travers Wine and Craft Beer Tasting at the Lodge at Saratoga. It's the 23rd one, so it's pretty freaking important. If you can pull something off 23 times, it's obviously a good event. This is put on by Life Path of Saratoga. And if you didn't know what Life Path does, they keep our older neighbors healthy and safe by providing programs and support to help them stay connected in the community. So I obviously have a spaff spot for the olds. Um, my granddad is in his upper 80s, and he's still kicking. I'm sure he would love some things that Life Path could or would do if he was under their care and supervision. I'm sure he would love it. Sounds like a great organization. They are looking to bring some life, some young life, into their event, get some young supporters of the olds, which is why they called the Botanista. So I am going to be there in hopefully a fabulous dress. I finally get to realize my dream of uh, meeting an auctioneer. There's no dream. I just made a comment during the Bobby Flay video that I was wondering how people learn the <laughs> voice and uh, maybe I could learn that at this event. So I am actually going to give away two tickets. They're expensive. They're like over $150. So I will post on my Instagram this week how you can win two pair or two tickets to this event. It's a great way to kick off Travis weekend. Not have to pay for your own alcohol. Dress up, probably pop up in the Times Union scene gallery, which I don't really think that's a, I mean, whatever. We won't say anything about that. But it's a great way to be social, meet some people, network, support a good cause, see me be an auctioneer, talk to the people, get them hyped up, get them going. An intro into the weekend, little bougie, I'm sure. The lodge is at the Saratoga Casino, but it's a different structure. It looks like a cute little old house. We're going to be outside in a tent. Um, it's beer and wine tasting. We love beer. We love wine. So it sounds like a great event. I'm going to be there. They agreed. Uh, they got me to agree to go. So figure out how you can win tickets on uh, on Friday for Friday's event. Make sure you can go, obviously, if you're going to enter. But pretty hyped about it. Uh, honored to be asked to MC. This is a cool next step of what the Buttonista can offer. Hopefully next year. I will be uh, as tall as a racehorse and as skinny as uh, a skinny margarita by the time I'm hosting. But I'll try to look the part and uh, have a fabulous time there for you guys. So that's a wrap. That is the latest and greatest in my life. I'm glad I've returned. I'm back on the East Coast for the best few weeks on the East Coast. And Jet, bud, you were a great co-host today. You didn't make a peep. You look fabulous with your fresh bath. And uh, he's ready for a good week too. So we will all see you next Tuesday.